0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Botox Cosmetic, auto botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.
1: are my very good friends on today's wrestling after news, I guess. Mm. An ex-WWE doctor has claimed that Big E's wrestling career may be in jeopardy.
2: An update on backstage heat on Rich Holland after Big E's injury. The WWE dropped several big-time Cody Rhodes hints on last night's Raw. And where the bloody hell is Elias? I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news.
1: We're going to kick this video off by uh, talking about some comments on Big E, right? Obviously broke his neck. On uh, last week's episode of uh, of SmackDown, took a rough landing of a Ridge Holland suplex. Uh, updated us from the hospital. He uh, was his good old cheery self. Love Big E, man. Um, revealed in the end that he wasn't going to require surgery, oh. although he had fractured his C1 and C6 vertebrae, um, which sounded like some positive news coming out yes. of it. But now, uh, Dr. David Chow who has worked with the NFL, he has worked with WWE in the past. Uh, WWE actually have a gallery of him like evaluating and operating on Rey Mysterio
2: from like
1: 2008, so so there you go. He has penned an article for OutKick talking about the injury and maybe how things are gonna pan out. So I've got a couple of quotes here. We're gonna reference the C1 fracture first of all, which, as uh, Dr. Chow points out, is uh, most dangerous as the top cervical vertebrae is a ring and is commonly associated with immediate death or complete paralysis. That's horrendous. That's terrifying. Um, he says, Thankfully, the fracture was not displaced and he will not need surgery. Um, however, this type of fracture often heals incompletely and it may mean at the end of his wrestling career. Wow big stuff yeah c6 vertebrae some quotes here from from the doctor uh likely a compression injury due to the vertebral body uh this likely requires immobilization but not surgery one would anticipate a minimum of three month recovery with return to full function and activities for this lower cervical injury so clearly the c6 things look a little bit brighter on that um the C1 could potentially be something more serious. Now it shouldn't be interpreted as you know Biggie's never going to wrestle again no. for sure, definitely. Um, it's just a medical professional going over the potential outcomes of this situation Um, we won't know more until later down the road exactly until time has shown how Big E's injuries are going to heal and how he's going to recover obviously it's a desperately sad thing this it's horrible one of the nice I mean you wouldn't wish it on anybody of course no exactly but it hurts even more when it's one of the nice dudes right when it's one of the good guys in professional wrestling who everyone adores behind the scenes as well so best wishes to him in his recovery we'll reiterate what we said yesterday to that and uh, yeah man I hope to see him back in a ring before long
2: yeah terrifying news this not just as you mentioned there that initial diagnosis of uh, he could have been you know instantly, or yeah. you know, unable to walk, or things like that. Um, you might like say, thankfully, it was just a fracture, no surgery needed. But still, terrifying to read about what potentially could happen down the line. I think if I speak for everyone here at What Culture when I say all of our fingers are crossed uh, uh, for Biggie. We want him to make a full recovery. I, I really think this should be. They shouldn't have needed it. But this should be a wake-up call for WWE for the talent that they've got in their hands and the, the the instant it can be taken away from you. For God's sake, push this man when he comes back, when he's physically able. I'm not rushing anything back. I'm not saying, oh, he's got to win the title of bloody SummerSlam or something. Push him to the moon. He has everything. He's the nicest guy I've met within this wrestling. Beyond me And yeah, I just hope that... Um, this speculation remains just that and he's absolutely fine to return to the wrestling yeah, ring fingers when fingers ready. Fingers crossed. Um, just, yeah. Let's bring you a bit of an update in terms of the backstage heat on Ridge Holland. Thankfully, there isn't any. Good. Um, that is the update Good. there. This comes from uh, Wade Keller uh, speaking on his PW Torch VIP audio show. The only VIP audio show I recognise. No, I like recognise that one. <laughs> and a What Culture <laughs> Wrestling podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Um, but yeah, thankfully... It's nice to read this, that that Ridge Holland uh, has sustained no heat backstage uh, for the, was it, belly-to-belly suplex that that happened prior to to Big E's injury. Uh, Wade Keller saying, first of all, I will say I heard that Ridge Holland was very apologetic and very sorry about what happened backstage. He handled himself well. There doesn't appear to be any heat on him. This was not a reckless move or something that Big E wasn't ready for uh, or that seemed like in any way Ridge Holland did anything wrong. I think in terms of a, a vague summary here, it's one of those, this is wrestling. Accidents happen, sure sort of thing. Um, but particularly helped by the way Ridge Holland acted following uh, the incident. Yeah,
1: for sure. I really hate when something like this happens and someone unfortunately does get injured. And um, there's a response from a small percentage of people who want to just, uh, you know, look at the the person who threw the move and go ah, reckless and all of this stuff. It's a dangerous business, unfortunately. Accidents do happen. And I don't think going after Ridge Holland in this situation is appropriate at all. And I don't think that it does any good either. He's going to be Um, beating
2: himself up more than anyone. Yeah,
1: absolutely. He's going to feel awful for what's happened as well. And it's really dispiriting to see that kind of angry, fired up thing you see on social media when something like this happens. I hate it. So it's good to hear that there's no backstage heat on, yeah. on Ridge for what's happened. Uh, yeah, he's going to feel terrible about this. And uh, obviously the key priority here is Big E and, and his neck and hoping that he can get back into the ring. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear this for sure. Um, it's just a horrible accident, isn't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. We all you know witnessed what happened on SmackDown on Friday. Um, but I don't think any of us looked at it and went, well, they shouldn't have done that. You know, you yeah. see some injuries, and I'm not going to say specific ones, but some injuries you go, "Oh, was so-and-so ready to take that, or were they willing, or blah, blah, blah. It's a relatively straightforward move, a move that we see Big E hit on a lot of yeah. big guys as well. Um, yeah, no, no no shade on, on Ridge Holland for this. Like we say, just we all just wish Big E well in his recovery, and fingers crossed we'll see him back in the wrestling ring when he's ready uh, very soon. Absolutely. We're going to move over... Uh, to Raw. Last night's episode of Raw. No Cody Rhodes. Ah! No
1: Cody Rhodes. Uh, which would indicate that maybe a deal hasn't been done yet. Who knows? Well, the saga continues. Chaos reigns supreme across the Codyverse, verse uh, But he didn't show up on Raw and there were a couple of chants for him. Yeah. Here and there. And it was in Jacksonville, which is AEW's home base. So the optics of that would have been interesting. But he wasn't there. However, they did reference him towards the end of the show. Um, in a... Story that makes no sense whatsoever that we will cover on the podcast. Listen to that later on. Um, Seth Rollins was wrestling his tag team partner, Kevin Owens, for the right to take his place at WrestleMania and get beaten up by Steve Austin. Hmm. Ripper of a main event, though. Really good main event, just nonsense construction. Um, (laughs) Kevin Owens won. Uh, He's going to interview Steve and get beaten up by Steve Austin (laughs) at WrestleMania. Um, And afterwards... Corey Graves had some lines on commentary, and I mean, these are just overt references. You don't need me to explain what they are and what they're talking about. Uh, Corey said, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania hopes and dreams were dashed tonight. Dreams dashed, get it? Uh, And another one, his vision has turned into a nightmare. So there you go. WWE, even if a deal hasn't been done, they clearly want you to think that this guy is going to show up at some point without overtly going, Cody's coming. Cody is coming, mother effer, like yeah. the
2: Takamichi Noku theme song. <laughs> um, but yeah, there we go. It's weird this because, like, on the one hand, I think so and so can't get to WrestleMania is one of the dumbest things it's WWE does every pish, year. Yeah, like John Cena, like oh well, a I guest I can't get on the card. Like WWE aren't going to go. I think we can find some space for one of our biggest ever superstars, <laughs> right? There's that. On the other hand, when people like Riddle and Orton. And maybe this is because I'm lucky enough to be going this year, right? But on the other hand, when they say I'm going to WrestleMania, I go, "I am too," <laughs> like that. But like you say, it's Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, it's,
1: it's rubbish. My, like,
2: <laughs> what was his What was he talking? His talk shows names were preposterous. Ah, um, no. But you could tell me if he turned around and said, "I'll fight anyone at WrestleMania," and someone who also hasn't got a WrestleMania match went. I'll take that. All right, let's go. Or just got another tag team partner for the seemingly inevitable multi-team tag team whip raw tag T- team, team titles gauntlet match. Gauntlet title fight. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those things where I was watching the show last night and I thought, Oh my God, Cody's <laughs> going to show up the way this show was kind of structured. And then the closer it got to the end, it sort of slowly dawned on me it wasn't going to be happening. No. And then I was like, actually, that does kind of make sense. Because as much as I was there like, uh, wouldn't it be funny if they brought Cody out in Jacksonville? massive AEW chance a chance on one of WWE's biggest shows ah they could sweeten the crowd I they? suppose yeah they could
1: they do that every week anyway so yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I think the
2: crowd is saying hey it's you yeah. <laughs> Cody Rhodes there. hello Corey so yeah I don't know whether they're going to do it at Wrestlemania Raw after Wrestlemania Smackdown after Wrestlemania Smackdown and Raw just before Wrestlemania where it's going to be an open challenge that Seth Rollins puts out but I'd still be willing to bet that Seth Rollins is going to be on that Wrestlemania card the bloke across the ring from him is probably going to be Cody Rhodes. Uh, me too. We'll keep you posted on it though, because this story never ends. <laughs> uh, Any signs? Indeed.
0: I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll presents the Anime Effect. <laughs>
2: RocketMoney.com/slash/wrestling, but uh, maybe he's in purgatory, just like the fiend and Elias, <laughs> uh, who's been missing for for several several months now. Um, last seen in July of last year. That's mental. Yeah, with a feud in a feud with Jackson Riker, who of course has been released. Uh, then there was that series of vignettes in August that said Elias was dead. Basically hinting at some sort of character change. You may have also seen, if you're on social media, those weird images of Elias from 2K, which sort of alluded to the person that may have been coming out, the new version of Elias, before basically uh, Vince McMahon put the kibosh on all that because it looked too much like Randy Savage. It's the weirdest story, this. Fightful uh, Select did that report about the 2K thing. Uh, no crap, just sat more on him in a little <laughs> while. Um, but yeah, I, Elias is I I don't know why they needed to change, it was the, uh, like, I'm not, I don't look at Elias, no offense, and go, That's future world champion right there. Yeah. I look at a guy Ooh, who comes sorry. out, sings a song, slags off the local football team, then gets his head kicked in. Yeah,
1: it's like a cheap heat mix card deal.
2: It was it was it, it, was, it was something that if he'd been one of the wave of releases, we'd have been like, oh, he'll be absolutely fine because every indie show will book him. He'll yeah. come out with a guitar and go, your team sucks. Yeah, Which won't work in England because everyone hates everyone's football team. Yeah, Even exactly. my own.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've tried to not think about football for the past couple of months.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, Elias, uh, no sign as when he's going to return, what, what version of him is going to come back. But yeah, just he's just... Creative purgatory. Exactly. Yeah, man. Weird. Um, The Randy
1: Savage part of this is an absolute hoot. Who's going to mistake alliance i mean they do have some physical resemblance but who's gonna sit there and go oh randy savage is back even though he's been you know he he left the world yes. a long time ago it, it's wild it reminds me of those stories about uh the the saudi regime wanting to book yoko oh, yeah. and the ultimate warrior for the greatest royal rumble and again wwe were like hey let's get a japanese sumo let's get hiroki sumi in instead wild stuff across the board um what? A load of pish. This is... Just, I, I hope Elias is doing well. That's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah, cool. And for the most <laughs> part, considering
2: the newer characters they've introduced recently, Butch, probably best to be in greater yeah. purgatory than actually being utilised sometimes. What bad name would you give Elias when he comes back? Uh, Butch. Gary Guitar Man.
1: <laughs> Stevie Strummer.
2: Yeah. There we go. <laughs> right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture, WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from VJ Phoenix, who says, Hello, guys. Do you think the reason WWE devotes so much time to long recaps on Raw is because of the small roster? Nah. I think it's because they think they're is just thick.
1: Yeah, I think it's kind of a holdover from the Monday Night Wars era. Yep like it's something they started doing way back then to go hey look what you missed on our show which is more exciting than their show and to try and pull people but it's something that they just kept on doing for years and years and years in the modern era i think it's for three reasons Uh, number one i think they believe that their audience are comprised of goldfish who can't remember a thing that happened five minutes ago which to me is ridiculous i I hate recaps there's no point in them um the second one is that they they don't have any other way to fill their TV thinking creatively and the third way is that there isn't a third way they just suck
2: <laughs> i have to say i love recaps what why because i never watch raw or smackdown live <laughs> and when i'm watching it on catch up in the early hours of tuesday morning or or saturday morning to to do work on it and stuff um, yeah, I saved loads of time. That's
1: a good point, actually. We we, d-
2: we did SmackDown yesterday, the SmackDown review, right? And Andy wasn't, you know, Andy doesn't normally do it. The Dally boys do it. They're off. ill. will get well soon, boys. Um, so you were like, oh, I've got to watch SmackDown. And I reckon we can watch that in about 25 minutes. Yeah. Oh, easily. Skip the entrances, entrances. Skip the recaps. packages, boom, done. It's one thing to also recap, like, something that happened three weeks ago. Because you're like, oh, in case you missed it. Sure, so also sure. So. <laughs> Not talking to you, right. (laughs) But to say, like, here's something that happened 20 minutes ago is a bit of a piss take.
1: It's a total piss take. Frankly, it's a bit insulting. Get rid of video packages. The Viewers aren't
2: morons. It's fine. Yes. Do you want to talk more about Cody Rhodes? Tough! Uh, Alan Untalan <laughs> writes, Hey, uh, what culture WWE? My theory is that Seth Rollins will issue an open challenge for WrestleMania, and that is how Cody makes his way to WWE. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, I
1: think mean, there's a possibility of them doing that, but I think, for me, I still think they're going to advertise him some way. It's just the way they do business now, right? It's not as exciting. If you know he's coming, but it does encourage more people to tune in or buy tickets or whatever. So when Cody Rhodes does come back, I think they'll break the story. If it's for WrestleMania, I think they'll do it a little bit in advance so you can sell tickets, you have time. Uh, If they're going to do it on Raw, I think they'll do it a few hours before because then it's like a sudden surge in excitement. And you're in the moment when it actually happens. Um, So I do believe that they're going to do it in advance. I don't think he's going to just show up, but it would be more exciting if he did just show
2: up. Yes, I think he'll show up on next week's Raw now. I think Seth Rollins, they've they've laid all this story out of his. I'm never going to make it to WrestleMania, and then he's going to be crying in the ring. And then what if he uh,
1: what if he signs somewhere else? What if he decides instead of going to WWE, he wants to control his
2: narrative? <laughs> Don't even suggest that. With the fiend. Uh, stop the presses, Andy Murray. It's the fiend. No, oh. we've got some good fantasy booking. Okay. <laughs> what? Whoa. Hold up. <laughs> oh God. Shout out to Philip the Wrestling fan on Twitter who said this. I wish the WWE would have a Scott Hall Memorial Ladder match on WrestleMania Saturday, the winner getting Ricochet on Sunday. Out of respect for Scott, have Raw and SmackDown, NXT Legends, and Forbidden Door competitors. I often scoff at some of the mad ideas that our fans send us. This from Philip, I think, is genius.
1: This is really cool. This would be a really nice thing to do, wouldn't it? And obviously you could you could get people like Shawn Michaels involved at the Ring, maybe do some commentary yeah. or whatever, because him and Scott obviously popularized uh, the ladder match with their famous outings. You could you could put X Pac in the match, yeah. he's back in the ring. And obviously he was a close associate of Scott's. Um, this is a lovely idea, a really lovely idea. And um I would love to see
2: it. Yeah, and if, if, if you know, you're know you trying to squeeze time on the cards, just have Ricochet announce that he's going to defend it in a ladder match rather than have a ladder match to, to face him if you don't want to stretch yeah. it over two days. Like you say, I think no one would really even care that much if you just had loads of people in it and then Ricochet retains, which is probably what you were going to have over WrestleMania weekend if you were going to have a match at all. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I, I hate to say, you know, I don't want it to seem like you're capitalising on the passing of Scott Hall. I just think this would be a lovely nod to him. It's just a nice thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Like, there's the cynical view always, kind of, oh, you're cashing
1: in and all of this stuff. It's pretty obvious when companies are cashing
2: in on gross mm. cool stuff.
1: This wouldn't be that. No, exactly. No, We're weeks
2: away from WrestleMania, and if Ricochet... Also, in terms of, like, a promo to really... I know he is a baby face, but just to really get him over, a nice heartfelt thing from Ricochet and saying because of what he meant to to not just me or to the wrestlers, but to everyone, let's have a ladder match for the Intercontinental. I think it'd be perfect. That's That's a great idea. Really great idea. Uh, Let's move on to today's and finally. and uh, We (laughs) didn't have (laughs) a chance to to give this guy a shout-out yesterday, but I want to give a shout-out to regular contributor Mark Lee Willis. You may have seen us reading out some of his tweets before for Twitter questions and what have you, but he's gone the extra mile, Andy. Uh, He tweeted at us um, revealing that uh, Sean Ross Sap. you may know him as No Crap, Just (laughs) Sap. Uh, of Fight for Select I was doing some cameos to raise money uh, for the Ukrainian aid thing, obviously. And so he splashed out, did uh, Mark Lee Willis, to send love to all the Watt Culture family and get Sean Ross Sapp to send us a little video message <laughs> in which he repeated he's now infamous. He did the gimmick. <laughs> he, did, he did the, the gimmick, gimmick, no crap, just yeah. Sap. We'll show you a little clip now.
0: Hey there. Sean Ross Sapp here. No crap. Just sat.
2: There you go. Not sure if we're allowed to show that or not. So if we didn't, I just went like this. And nothing happened. <laughs> but... He got sh- right in his eyeball. Yeah, indeed. Uh, shout out to Mark Lee Willis. Shout out to Sean Ross Sap. Um, lovely stuff. I just love see- seeing all the bloody... You know, wrestling com- internet community come together and not be souls for once. Yeah, it's nice.
1: <laughs> it's nice, isn't it, when Twitter's not an arsehole. Uh, Mark is always very supportive of what we do as well. And you know, it's a good thing Sean's doing. Uh, raising, yeah, exactly. Raising money for the Ukrainian relief effort. I believe before this, he was raising money for, like, a no-kill cat and dog shelters yeah.
2: as well. So, yeah, it's a good thing, man. It's a really good thing. Uh, shout-outs to everyone involved. Uh, yeah. And if he wants to make a no-crap-just-saptisha, I'll take, like, 50. Only like thirty-three percent.
1: Yeah, I'll take. will take the other phrase. We can go three ways. <laughs> right, what do you, you reckon, done, Sean? Sean? What do you reckon? Hit us up.
2: Uh, a sweet. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Mark Lee Willis, shout out to the brilliant Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> uh, who, without him, a lot of our stories we wouldn't be able to do. So uh, thank you very much. to Fightful game. Select and all the guys at Fightful Select. Yeah,
1: easily the best value for
2: money wrestling new subscription that has ever existed. to those guys. Uh, right, let's know your thoughts on $5 that. Five dollars a
1: month—it's nothing.
2: Well, let's know your thoughts on that and all today's new stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What cult Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We're we'll reviewing Monday Night Raw and previewing NXT a little bit later on today plus uh, you let us know your thoughts Twitter questions at whatculture.wwe watch well, there follow both of us follow Andy Murray at, at Andy H. Murray the H stands for noise follow me at Wilbur follow us all at what WWE. but for now my thanks Andy Murray thank you for joining us and we will see you soon What somebody think of the fiend
0: <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman